Hi, I'm John Timmerman, and effective leadership is the way to build any successful company. I'm Rob Chauger, and if you build it, he will come. And I'm Al Kutri, and Furbies scare the shit out of me. And we are the founders of the No Bull Company. Are you allowed, Peter? Say no more. Never be embarrassed again, whether you're at someone's house or out in public. Today's episode is brought to you by Peak Quiet. It's the patented soundproof bathroom aid that is the number one product for privacy. The next time you hear a loud peer, give them the gift of Peak Quiet. Make sure you tell them to be quiet. What's up, Buzz Nation? Welcome to I'm a Little Buzz, the show where we bring a ridiculous amount of life to business, all while sharing a glass of whatever makes us happy while uh, sharing what gets us buzzed. So, fellas, what's getting you buzzed right now? Cheers it up. Yes. So, I'll start. Yeah, yeah, you start. I'm getting buzzed about my breakfast show. We are now, let's see, July. So, I think we're the fourth month in to my show. I'm I'm here for the waffles, but I'll save for some questions. I gotta do the intro. I'm here for the waffles, but I'll save for some questions. It's a breakfast show. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, You guys have seen it. I love it. I cook usually a pretty easy breakfast, but I shake it up. I do weird shit on there. And then I just answer questions that people ask me on LinkedIn about marketing and business. It's super fun. It's fast. It's quick. It's quick. And uh, it's really getting a lot of good feedback. I get I random. I get people messaging me literally every day, multiple times a day, yeah. on LinkedIn, or like, I love your show. I haven't really gotten asked about the recipes yet, Take so I'm kind of wondering off. about. <laughs> I, I'm about to. It's pretty warm in here. Uh, but nobody's asking me about the recipes. So uh, I mean, it's just people, you entertaining them. People might be a little nervous to try. Uh, Trying to think of my weird. Yeah, but ones. you do some weird shit on there, though. You put some weird Italian stuff scrambled eggs. Oh. You, you had me Italian. would love. What's I'm in telling it? What's you. in it? What's in it? Uh, oh, Rob, let's see about those. Four, scr- four scrambled eggs. Okay. Um, uh, I think a quarter cup of breadcrumbs. Okay. Uh, you 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 brown the breadcrumbs in olive oil first. Uh, Wait, oregano. Is this, is this like the the chunk your chunks of breadcrumbs? <laughs> I hate. No this. no no, not the toasted. Not the not, toast. Nope. Not the toasties. actual like. Like bread, bread and crumbs. Bread crumbs. Okay. Yeah. Toast uh, them. Yeah, you just lightly toast them, um, mm-hmm. and then put take those out. Put the eggs in, scramble them, throw the breadcrumbs back in. Oh yeah. Uh, oregano. Yeah. Um, garlic. Uh, mm. uh, smash garlic first. I forgot the garlic. Mm-hmm. Uh, salt, pepper, and oh, Parmesan cheese. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. It's literally like how many eggs? Eating four. Shake and bake. Like, and isn't it shake and bake? Was like you just yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) It's like it's like shake and bake and like I'm trying to think of something fluffy. Scrambled eggs. Yeah, pancakes together. It's delicious. I'm telling you, this one. I'm so hungry. People would it would blow their mind. Let's just end the show. Do you want to just go go make the Italian? You guys want to be on my show? Italian stallion sausage. Uh, All right. Anyways. Yeah. Rob, what's getting Uh. you buzzed? I am uh, working on my uh, September leadership event. Going to be at this cool uh, outdoor amphitheater. Nice. So we're trying to avoid the whole COVID thing. Like, mm-hmm. we got the whole damn theater people. Like, when are you, you going to tell us what it is? Sit your sit is your it, butt out as far away from each other as you have to. You got so, sound there? Is there sound built in? Sound is built in. It's oh. included in the rental. Bro. I need a video guy. You know anybody? Yeah, I could probably hook you up with somebody. Oh, good. Yeah, I can get you in touch. <laughs> Yep. That's great, man. It's September after the holiday because, by the way, the one thing I was waiting on was what the hell's going to happen with the schools in New York State. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
and they we don't still don't know it. yet though right uh, i saw an announcement today well we I still won't. don't really know it's basically like Based if, on the numbers if it's right under four yeah. percent they're going to open if it goes oh. above nine they're going to close and again what about the middle what's like what if it's, it's gonna be between what if it's seven <laughs> if it's below let's i think it's five if, oh no no i if said it's that below wrong, five no no this is accurate if it's below five percent then they're going to open the schools oh and then it can go up to nine and if it gets to nine they're going to close them again. i see i yeah. didn't realize that okay so it's this it's the scale right. if it hits yeah, above yeah. nine got it yeah as long as like the beginning of the year it's oh. below oh, four i think it's four it's either four or five i don't know it's all yep. messes with me so yeah what's getting you buzzed oh uh nothing nearly as exciting as you guys i'm buzzed about i'm going to target after this nice to get some new shorts yep they got the they got these nice little hidden pockets in the shorts because i mean you know, i'm trying to like get outside run more do a little more what size and pocket i had all like sorts cell of, phone all sorts of size pockets there's like, <laughs> tiny, there's tiny, tiny pockets oh yeah for spare change that's right Drop there's big pockets for your cell phone there's pockets for everything. You want to put a little snack in there, put a little snack in there. Little snacky. But I don't, I have, I mostly have like golf shorts that I run in. You know, they're like, yeah. just like regular, or I have like basketball shorts that are not, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't play basketball. Yeah, but yeah. I want like a nice, good running short that's got the pockets, got everything. So I'm pumped about going to Target. Can you send me a link for that? You sure can. Because I need some too. Dude, they're great. They're yeah. great. Target. Target. Target, 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 man. Target. They come right. Target or Target? Well, I think that it's depends on depends what you're on the mood. If you're going there to buy some Lacroix, Oof. it's Target. Target or some lingerie. If you're going, I was to gonna say yeah. leopard print. Yeah. <laughs> leopard print running shorts. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a that would get some I'm eyeballs a, yeah. from your neighbors who think you do porn. Can you imagine what my neighbor? <laughs> and I just had new I just had new neighbors. What neighbors? are neighbors? Neighbors this move in. I guess is sponsored by Neighbors. Yeah, Neighbors. That's nicely. They just moved in. They're real nice people. But wait till they see all my porn lights go up. Oh, they're gonna out, start asking questions. I was out last night doing my my uh, walk run, and I go by this house. And I look up, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if these people are related to Al. Did Al move in? It's yeah. like this blue turquoise glow coming Magenta. from the upstairs, and I'm like, mm, with mm. sheets over the windows. No, when the sheets are not on the windows, you know that there's nothing illegal going on. It's uh, when you, you find the sheets and the glow. Yeah. Whatever. Time to call a squad. sheets are permanently up. I don't do anything funny, shady. just looks like I do. <laughs> all for show. It's all for show. It's all production. Shizzle. All right. Well, uh, today's show is on... Wait, wait a minute. What's up, Jim? Now is the time uh, mm. to cheers to life, love, lots of laughter, and hitting lock on your car key fob a minimum of three times, even though you heard it locked the first time. <laughs> Oh, that's True story. Great. Minimum of three. Every time. There is not a person on this earth that doesn't do that. Just in case. No way. Dude, I know. Nobody. I know. Wow, that was great. I hit that button a thousand times. By the way, Al comes up with all of our cheers, uh, which is why they're all hilarious. <laughs> Dude, mine does it automatically when I walk away. Doesn't matter. I don't I don't hit it three times. Well, you're sorry. I'm so sociopath. Bet you sleep with your socks on. <laughs> Tube socks. I bet you sleep with your socks That's right. Right up to my kneecaps. <laughs> Hey Buzz Nation, are you a Gary Vaynerchuk fan? How about David Meltzer? How about Shay Robottom, Constant Schwartz Marini, and more? That's right, Noble 2020 2.0 is coming up April 8th, 2021. Do you want a free ticket? I know how you can get one. Head over to empathywines.com and buy any 12 bottles of delicious empathy. Rosé, white, the red, and use the code NOBLE2020 
at checkout and you will get a free $250 front section seating ticket to watch Gary, to watch Shay, and to watch all the amazing speakers April 8th. Head over to Noble2020.com for more info, and we'll see you there. All right, so today's show is on family and business. Where do you draw the line? So this could mean uh, several things. This could mean family and business. Do you go into business with your family? This could mean family and business. Uh, are you a workaholic not spending enough time with your family? Yeah, multi-layered. Yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunities for discussion. I'm, uh, I'm pumped to talk about this because as you both know and as some people out there might know, um, I run and or operate several businesses with my wife yep um and and we're very happy i feel like we've we've found a good cadence you know we mm-hmm. definitely had our do- down times and times feel like we should bring her in and ask her her side of the, of the story bring her in? we've uh we've maybe a future episode because we're gonna get lots of screams from <laughs> oh the trip yeah he's in the family business too he whether we like it or not he is in there and he's on know. conference calls yeah he's <laughs> and rob really you're like you and your wife are pretty solid teammates in terms of running a business from a financial standpoint like it's, you have, it's more her than than me but yeah yeah i mean so that was that's the third dynamic right there is is a, a family member who owns a business mm-hmm. and you know a viewpoint there so it'll be great to get your viewpoint yeah on, two entrepreneurs on, on that right mm-hmm. independent and then for me i actually you know how everybody has like check boxes you know i'm a single guy but you have to check somewhat boxes oh, check you like, like to facebook check. like single married no no, no, no relationship. I, uh, I never no. i never put my status on social media no no never you don't want the flack like if it changes i don't want or? i just don't yeah i don't like questions and it's, <laughs> let me tell you the people are brutal out there so in a relation, did you see else yeah. in a relationship oh my have, god exactly I'm a bunch of ants messaging me <laughs> saying like well, who is she yeah exactly when are we gonna meet her you know what's crazy? I could go change because I don't have my relationship status. I could go put it on Facebook now. It says married. I bet you, you I get. get I bet you I get a hundred congratulations. Yeah, I don't want any of that. <laughs> I don't want. I'm a very private person when it comes to that stuff. But I de- I very much want my criteria is I want to be with someone that I can start or be in business with. Could. You- that's mm. like that is very important to me to be able to be. What would it take for them to be on the same wavelength? What, what, for for you to actually make that what happen? What does this like, mean? <laughs> I, does she have to be a musician? No, I mean forget that. Like just an entrepreneurial mindset, so that there's not the tension no of yep. fighting my desires, which are are risky and they're they're scattered. That person has to have that kind of mindset, so that at least. Whether they're with me or not with me, they can at least understand that piece of me. Right. But I really, yeah, I really what want. What if they're it. working on their own thing and don't you don't want they, She doesn't want to do it with you, or you don't want to. But do they're it doing with their them. own thing. But they're doing their own entrepreneurial thing. Great, we can still team up together and help each other grow those things. Yeah. Like if you're my partner. Well, she doesn't want that. Well, then she will not be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean if she doesn't want that? To me, so this is like the, if she owns her own business now, yeah, and meets you, you two fall in love deeply, right? You both have an affinity for tiny things. Oh. And <laughs> I think he's gonna cry. And I was like, my dream woman. <laughs> and 
you have your get your gigging, you know, comes yeah, back and shit. no bull obviously takes up a lot of your time and she owns a freaking like tanning yeah, whatever. business. Yeah. And or a franchise. Oh yes. Which Zoom, which ten, nine, nine, wouldn't nine, nine, really require like you know uh, would require emotional support, right, but maybe right, is right. like already running. She's already system. established. Yeah. She's done it all. She's in it. And and there's no real co- need you know, for collaboration. Yeah. What I'm trying to get at is, do you do you want the collaboration <laughs> part, or do you just want somebody who understands the entrepreneurship part, so that there's not as much like, mm. why are you, you know? I don't know, John. That's a great question. I don't know that they can understand it if they don't if they're not. In it, uh, of some capacity. Well, no, no, he's saying they are. She, she would. Be. She'd own her own franchise. Oh, okay, right. So she owns her own franchise. She owns a freaking Chick-fil-A. I, I was just gonna say, it depends on what franchise. <laughs> if she owns a Chick-fil-A, I'm gonna be like, you're like, I'm working for you for free. Uh, whatever you say goes. Except chicken sandwiches, six times a day. Home the nuggets. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I see what I'm saying. I though? totally understand what you're saying. I and maybe don't, you don't know, but I don't know the answer to it. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, I would like collaboration. I would like it to be you get up, you hustle together. It's the same goal set. It's the same thing. Um, or maybe it's maybe she has that, but I would still like to team up on something else. So if it was like she owns, uh, we're not going to say Chick-fil-A because that's a ridiculous concept because that's what you would have to dedicate all your time to that. But let's say she owned uh, a hair salon or something tanning, small. something small, small business that like, is very much independent contractor based, right? Okay. She's got that under under wraps. I would still want us to team up on something else, whether it was a real estate business or an investment business or something that we together, like hustled together for the same end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But the main point is I definitely want somebody who is in the same mental headspace as I am regarding... Only business. Oh. Yeah, because <laughs> it will be a disaster. Okay, we're good. Coach yeah, is yeah. like, uh, Coach is good like, luck. You're crazy. Are you on every dating app everywhere? Because no. you might need them all. No, I just, I just, I, I want somebody to get who is in the same entrepreneurial yep, type of get it. thing. Because otherwise, you'll fight endlessly. Mm-hmm. You'll fight endlessly about the bills, about the finances, about if shit starts to slip, or you're like, you know, if something's funny here. If that other person is rigid in that department, it's going to be... Well, that's the flip side, too, though. We've talked like, about this long before No Bull. We had these conversations yeah, about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the flip side, though, too, like Lindsay and I, you know, one of her biggest fears with coming to work in or on or be a part of the businesses we have was we're now in the same place. So if shit hits the fan, we're both now going down that... I don't know what's an analogy when shit hits fan. I don't know. We're both on a shitty fan blade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? It's flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. She, we're, we're flying off into the, sticking to the walls. Like, right. We're talking so there's like no safety big ass fans. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but there's. I don't agree though, because you both have the skill sets to to go into sur- what we talked about in the last episode, survival mode. If shit's hitting the fan, both of you can be like, oh, time out. Shit's hitting the fan. I'm going to work back at Home Depot. I'm going to work back at here so we can recover. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. That's the exact analogy that I would use before. Like, she's come a long way. Like, right. she was, you know, born and raised to be like co- college, masters, go, next, same, yeah, yeah, next, grow, next, grow, down grow. this exact pathway. Path. I'm pointing at the, like, yeah, you know, si- this exact pathway, yeah. right? And you just go until you achieve as far as you can go yeah, down that right. pathway. 
So it took her a little while to go off of and like. And for us, it's like. Yeah, we're like a ball of yarn <laughs> that a cat just. Yeah, like, like yeah, oh, cat. I used to have a cat. So it took her a while to understand the concept that you can create your own destiny is like, right. you know, rah rah as that sounds, but like she's now full, fully there. Right. Um, but I would use that exact analogy that if shit hits the fan, I well, will go back and work for Home Depot. We'll it's a great company. Fine. I'll get a full time job paying, you know, 40, 45 grand right. a year plus benefits plus yeah. training plus we, we've got while the, you rebuild we've got yeah. the degrees we've got the shit there in place to be like okay look, we're survival mode but i I, th- I don't think but she, somebody's got to support that in terms of that that model of yeah. living you have to have a partner that supports that to be like oh okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so really that's all i'm looking for in terms of partnership there is where you you do whatever you got to do to get to the final end game of the life you wanted to build together yeah and there's no you know yeah Rob, you so your wife owns her own business mm-hmm. and uh, you know successful business has for for quite a while. Before you been, met, been in. you you went into that. She had established yeah. business when you yeah. met her. Yeah. yeah. So what what's you know you guys have uh, a different dynamic than Lindsay and I has because be, have because we are working literally on the same things mm-hmm. almost all day long. Yeah. Right. And that I mean now we're literally in the same house right you know you you two I'll, I'll let you describe it a little bit more but you two lead relatively separate professional lives but you do come together on, mm-hmm. on certain things so mm-hmm. what is that um before we get into the whole like managing the you know, relationships and stuff like that but what does that dynamic look like for you you two so so i've been through this twice because i was married before <laughs> that wife was self-employed oh okay as well what did uh, she do she uh like, like in a computer computer business okay <clears throat> so she was self-employed when i met her second generation and then i was her business was second generation yeah her dad started the company okay and they, they were they were and still are successful successful okay um and then i was corporate from the job that i was talking about with our last show and then i started my own business mm-hmm. so two side by side the difference then was little children mm. yeah okay and we can we can get into that later second time around um you know when i meet michelle uh all of our kids combined so three boys <clears throat> you know they're in their um age like seven to 12 or 13 so fast forward though now so there's all sorts of dynamics that we can jump down multiple rabbit holes in that. But today, mm-hmm. being that we're we're empty nesters, that you know the fact that we are both work, we both work our ass off all the time, and then that so we're on that same page. Like, same hey, wavelength. it's okay. Like, look, I'm not bent out of shape because like she's studying right now for another certification, mm-hmm. and and it's like all consuming. And so are you though? And that's fine. Yeah, and, and so am I. So it's like. We're, 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 I'm good. Like, we're not, like, there's no issues come the weekend because, well, I thought you were going to spend time with me or Ugh. this or that or, like, the, you know, no. We, like, look, you go do what you got to do. I'm doing what I got to do. And, you know, we most nights we try to have dinner together. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, where we see each other in the morning. And then on the weekends, we're, we're usually both home, even though we might be working on separate projects. Mm-hmm. There's just something, too, that even though you're working in parallel lanes, mm-hmm. 
that you're still home together. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so you can still like, oh, I'm gonna take a break and we're gonna sit down and do this yeah. together, or we're gonna we're gonna go to church together on Sunday morning or, or whatever. And that makes a huge difference versus how it was the first time for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like expectations but, wise. Yeah, yeah. But when you when you talk to each other, like when you have discussions about what you're each doing. Yep. I don't know. Do you think it's like just? I don't like it when you talk to your partner about what you're doing and you're just basically informing them about like what's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's a very like informative session. Well, like this is going on, blah, blah, blah. And the other person, like they understand it or they, you know, they get it, Mm -hmm. but it's, but they're not like tied to it. They're not emotionally invested in it. They're just kind of like, oh yeah, that's, that's, you know, I, I, that's, that's tough. Or, you know, like my, my last girlfriend used to tell me all the time about, things that were happening at, at, um, in her work environment. And I would go, immediately I would go into like problem solving mode and I would be like, <laughs> well, you should quit tomorrow. <laughs> and that would light her up and it would not go well because she was like, you don't, like, that's not how this works. Right. She and doesn't it, want you to tell her, she doesn't want you to be a problem solver. She wants you to listen. Right. And and I think that that's, you know, a, a key thing to understand when you're with somebody, but that I, I think that's a that's a gender thing, and right, oh, like totally. I might get people out there that are like, well, but like, yeah, uh, I I I truly believe that there's a you oh. know, a masculine need to solve a problem. Oh, for sure. There's exceptions to the rule, of always, course. Yeah, there always is. I struggle, you know. I don't want to say struggle, but like, I do. I struggle with the same thing, and and it's. What, do you want to be a problem solver? Yeah, it just comes natural to me. And Lindsay and I, you know, had a lot of riffs early on when she was at her job and she would come home and same thing. And like her her job was was yeah. awful. But like That's not the point. Yeah, that's not the you point. Like she would come, come in and she would want me to listen. And it's not even like she wanted me to say, you know, oh like I'm so sorry. Like that's you know right. she just she just didn't want me to like smash it in the face and be like this is what you should do oh yeah like Jesus. didn't want that and like right i literally did not know like why i was doing that like i don't know if i was built that way if if it was well, i think it's twofold i think you want to solve the problem because they're a problem solver and i think you want to relieve the person that you love from suffering right like my my love is suffering. I will fix this in two seconds. You will no longer suffer. You will smile. <laughs> like I think it was a third thing also. All day long, all I do is put out fires in in the businesses. Sure. All I do, I am the bottleneck. I am this little area in the bottle where things come to me and they're like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. And I'm like, do that. And like, yeah. so I think it was that. I think it was, it very much was like, you're suffering. I can see you have anxiety and right. you're super stressed out. Yeah. And like this would fix it. Also, my brain doesn't go to the logic. Like it goes very logical, but like three steps ahead, which is if you do this, it will solve the problem. But I'm not automatically analyzing all the things to get there. Right. Like, oh, you'd have to go to your boss and you'd have to say this is this and you'd have to say this and and do actually all this legwork. Uh, I just know like what would actually fix it. Well, right. And we you know we had lots of conversations um uh, that went that way where just like you said literally verbatim she'd come home oh my gosh hundreds and, of times and uh 
you know, thankfully, now she doesn't have that job, so there right. aren't as many problems. And thankfully, what? I started learning my lesson a little bit. Right, right, right. <laughs> still, I'm still like that. My DNA is there, and she will, she will definitely tell you. Like my DNA is just, I say DNA. Like I, it is that. I feel like I was born that way. Like I feel like I've never thought a different way. I feel like I've always just been like, oh, this is wrong. I'm gonna go try to fix it. Right. And, yep. uh, and yeah. sometimes you can't, and sometimes you know. You know, and the other thing that, like, going back to what you were saying before, Al, is like, and it's we're we're guilty of that, like, in our home, like, it's it's very, yeah, it's very easy to just like tell each other shit. Well, that the whole conversation at dinner table is about becomes about about business, right? Right. When you're when you're working X number of hours a day, that's your life. It, it's your life, and it's <laughs> it's like you know, you really have to mentally work on that to like, okay. What else are we going to talk about besides right, like a job or the business or no bull or the, you know like she's she's better at it than I am. Like she uh. does not want to come home and talk shop, and I'm like super excited and block because I'm I'm like you know right. But that I mean I don't know I think like shop is your life when you spend the number of hours everybody spends yeah. working on whatever. Right. It's like in my world, in my mind, I would love to be able to talk to my person about our shit, mm-hmm. not my stuff. And then I listen to your stuff and then like, right. well, let's go to dinner tonight. Well, that's where it's very different when you have somebody who's got a full time job. Right. Or even has their own business that's they have their own kind of mental process yeah. of when they check in, check out, draw the line <laughs> between family and business, that yep. kind of stuff. And when, you know, you're doing it on the side, you're building things on the side, mm-hmm. right? So, like, that's your time to come home and, like, decompress, discuss, kind of go over things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Lindsay and I, we're the same way. And, you know, you and your, you know, your ex, maybe we're the same way. Like, I think that's relatively common that mm-hmm. that somebody, especially if they are in a job they don't like, right? Mm-hmm. They want to come home and it's either decompress and just get it out don't want solutions or don't even want to talk about it right and then you're coming home or you know this i'm talking from my experience that wasn't the case for me but yeah coming home and i'm like oh this this thing happened or whatever or like flip-flop maybe it was terrible day and i'm just Mm -hmm. like i'm out i don't want to talk about it like i want to answer questions yeah so that in that respect if you are working on the same exact thing Mm -hmm. uh you know, you're on the same wavelength. At yeah, least. I, I think you know, and this I look when I, this won't get into like a in a relationship discussion because that's not what the topic is about. But I just think the importance of shared ideologies, and I think the importance of uh, having your life together mm-hmm. keeps the bond of your relationship. Although it's harder to do, it keeps the bond of your relationship strong because what I tend to think about is you know like attracts like so if you're real into like cars and your wife is real into something that's completely not cars right but like planes whatever no it's still (laughs) still travel settle down still still transfer still transportation (laughs) they both have engines that's true whatever it is okay what i fear sometimes is that you go to car shows every weekend or whatever Mm -hmm. you love the car shows there's going to come a time, I think, that like you're going to meet somebody at a car show who's going to be all into cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that, you know, and by no means do I think everyone has to be the exact same or like the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you're 
in tune with Israel and you like the same stuff or you're in the same business, although it's difficult, I think it keeps you bonded. Mm -hmm. Like on those things that you're passionate about, because there will come a time potentially, and I might get a lot of flack for this, but who cares? You're going to meet somebody at a car show, some attractive to you, personable person who's like, oh, I love these cars. And then something's going to spark inside of you that has never been sparked before. And that's where I start to think like, oh, shit, you know, like, now I'm not saying you're going to do anything about it. Right. I'm not saying that that's going to lead to anything bad. But I think if you can have your partner be that person, that they spark that thing in you that you really are about, and it could change. It could go from cars to real estate to stocks to whatever it's going to be. I think it's important for your partner to have the tool to be like, boop. I think the prerequisite for that, though, is that there's so much other things lacking. Because people can still have, what? you know, like uh, love cars and person, their spouse hates cars, but they're like, oh, yeah, Susie keeps on to go to this car show and I, like no, that's cool and but I, like then they have like whatever it is you know the same group of friends the other stuff like, makes up for right, it right. yeah i just but, for me i like the idea of like let's be as close as we can possibly be because i think that and i think that ups the chances of really staying the 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 long haul yeah when you guys are like you join your life together yep. and like you know shit comes with that let's i'm not saying it's rainbows and unicorns but i think the closer you can get the better of a chance you got to staying that way. Well, and this does get into re- relationship. If so, if we're talking about family and business, where do you draw the line, right? Yeah. So, in in that that realm, so the biggest thing that I see today and, and have seen in working in the different verticals that I do is that, especially when the kids are involved, mm. is that you you can't separate yourself from the business when it comes time for for family time. Right, so can't separate can't, yourself. That you can't do it. Like the, it's all business, 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 business. You can't you can't put the phone down for three hours and come spend time with the family and just yeah. like unplug. Separate, yeah. Like yeah. you're doing that right now because you're like you guys go away to camp and you're you've got that time. Yeah. And it's probably great that you don't have good cell coverage up there at some point, you mm-hmm. know, because yeah. you probably would tap out and be like, oh, I gotta yeah, I'd be on it. you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you're both thinking like that. But as most as much as you're both thinking along those lines you're also you still need to have that that separation hmm. and and if you are not in this on the same wavelength with that and one spouse is is just driven that way and, and that's that was part of what what had happened with me with my first marriage was that I, it was all I'm, I'm building a business mm-hmm. you know and so everything was about building the business and her business was really more like nine to five and you could just like Build at nine to five. Yeah, five five thirty. I'm out the door, and everything after that, everything else is this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and mine was more like, there's more to it than that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you throw young kids in the mix, you know, and you're working your rear end off, and like you're trying to do something to, to for your family. So if you're not, it's like anything else. If you're not educated in those areas of yeah. like what this should look like, then your your chances of failure are going to be much higher. Right. Right, like so. Now I see it because I live through it. Mm-hmm. I'm able to help other families walk through that and navigate that, and that makes a difference. Because when things are shitty at home, how's your business going to be? Mm-hmm. Sure. It's going to negatively impact your business. Yeah. And if business is shitty, you know you're going to bring the crap home. You've got to like leave that crap at the front door 
and not bring it inside with you when you when you come in at night. Yeah. And you've got to mentally work <clears throat> your way through yeah. that, just like when you leave the door, all baggage gets checked at the yeah. door, and in and out. Consistent with that, you know, in terms of the baggage, emotional baggage, all sorts of baggage. When you talk about family and business, so there's plenty of families that have family businesses. I know tons of family businesses mm-hmm. that are big time generational, so all the processes are in place. But if you're gonna be in a fa- if you're gonna be in business with family, you better have a therapist to or an, an arbitrator. Like you better have a system in place to manage not only the business but to manage your emotional boundaries with each other and your emotional things because like if your ego gets out of check just this much because it's your brother mm-hmm. or it where you feel too comfortable because he's your brother or you guys grew up together maybe you were the alpha dog when you were kids that shit will always come out you will always take liberties with your families that you would never ever ever take with a stranger and uh i, I mean although i think it can work great because family is a beautiful thing <sighs> If you said to me, get in business with your family, like, and I don't mean my wife, because, like, Mm. your wife becomes family, but she is ultimately a stranger that you fall in love with. Sure. But, like, if somebody said, like, start a business with your brother, I would say, no, I'm good. I'm all set. Thanks. Like, because I think it's a terrible idea, unless you really have a handle on that relationship. Perfect. It just comes down to what Rob said, expectations. Mm. It literally comes down to expectations, because uh, if... You know, if I go into business with my brothers, right, I know my brothers are super, like, you guys think I'm, like, a lone wolf, you know. They're, my my middle brother is, like, he probably will never have employees. Like, you know, he's just a free thinker, does his own thing. He he has his own business. Is that Timmermaid? Timmermaid, yeah. He mm-hmm. makes ultralight hiking gear. Yep. And he sells stuff, uh, I think, worldwide now, at least definitely nationwide. And it's just like one-off stuff. Like he makes it, ships it out. He makes it, ships it out. Right? Uh, But I could totally see like his expectations for what he wants out of his life and business are vastly different from what I am. So so I would would struggle. I think we would struggle to do business together. together. Yeah. Um, But you know that. My oldest brother, I remember him saying when I first got into business, I, I started my very first business, he said, he's like, man, I could never going to business for myself i just want to go in i want to punch the clock i want to like do my job and then when i get out and i want to ride my bikes and i want to be with my family and i want to do my stuff like mm-hmm. like he's that type of person oh, wow so we might be able to go like if he does that and he's like doing the thing you know he's a he's an engineer like and yeah. he's doing the thing and i'm the one out here like going and yep. freaking that working all the time great. like that might work okay if his yeah. expectations are like all right john's gonna go crazy and you know right. build this thing and i'm just five, gonna, i'm gonna yeah. put it all together yeah i'm gonna do the actual engineering work and yep. do this kind of stuff yeah. you know that would work so i think it really comes down to expectations yeah. and and that is not an easy thing because no. everyone was raised differently mm-hmm. like if you're you know if you're in this with siblings like you were raised oh, yeah. the yeah. same right mm-hmm. but you each have your own dna you, you know you desires wants yeah all yeah. that stuff you know with Lindsay and i we were raised very very differently mm-hmm. and you know that it sort of went like this right so mm-hmm. down here it was it was tough there was a lot of like you know like the little you get the thing where the globe where you can touch the the thing and there's like the zap that goes from your finger to the yeah, globe. yeah, yeah. well there was like the lots of like globe. that electrical stuff going on until we figured out oh like i figured out that we 
on our last show, we were talking, not the last show, previous show, we were talking about like becoming more organized and focused and things like that. It took me a lot to become more organized and focused and, and repetitive, uh, rather than being super ADD. And it took her becoming less repetitive. Like this is the track I need to be on no matter what. And being a little bit more able to bounce around to find that kind of pathway Mm -hmm. for us to get there. Like, so it, it took a while. But, but Lindsay's dad works for himself, so how did that, like, how do you think that impacted her mental focus going into the into the workforce? You know, she, so for, uh, from my understanding and, like, our, our deep conversations, like, she didn't really see inside the business much, right? right. So She saw that her dad worked really hard. And then came home. And, like, left super early, came, came, came home, home super late. Yeah, you know, yeah. so there was yep. no... Um, Did that stir her from like I, I don't want that kind of life? I don't think so. No, no, that never that never came up really. It, it's just she didn't see the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. She didn't right. see. She just saw dad works hard and, he, and he's gone a lot. The risk, the fear. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, so here's Gary Vaynerchuk, right? So he, you know, you listen to his content. He talks about growing up in liquor store. Like he saw all this stuff from like whatever twelve years old right. on. And he even talks about like, you know, his DNA was entrepreneurial. Anyways, he came from an immigrant family, mm-hmm. like climb, claw, like get whatever you can, like build. And so his lemonade stands and baseball cards and stuff like that. Right. But then when he got dragged into the liquor store, he talks about how like he did everything. He was in the basement socking shells for like two years and mm-hmm. restocking and bagging mm-hmm. ice and doing all of that. So he eventually, the only place he saw <clears throat> saw his father was when he went into work. And mm-hmm. so he got to see all of that, mm-hmm. you know, whereas I don't think Lindsay, Lindsay wasn't exposed right. like that. She's, she wasn't yeah. in the business. It's not like it was a family business. Yep. It's, yeah. I mean, it is, but the uncles and, and dad, father, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. her dad. Um, so it still took her a while to get over to the entrepreneurship side because the way she was raised was, um, go get your levels yeah. of achievement. Yeah. Go to school. Yep. Get good grades. Get good get grades. Good go to school. Do this, you know. And that's even before the previous generation was very much like go to school, go to college. Like that's the, that's the way to do it. My family was not like that. You know, my dad um, was very entrepreneurial in his own brain, but I mean, in in his own right, but not in the way where I I need to build something. It was more like I just need to do what I want, like in life. So mm-hmm. it might be entrepreneur. Maybe that's not the right word, entrepreneurial. But he would go do a job that he loved doing, and mm-hmm. and then the moment like somebody came in that he didn't like, a leader or something, he'd be like, "All right, fuck I'm you out. guys, I'm yeah. out," <laughs> <laughs> and then go do something else. And like, yeah. like he bounced around to a bunch of different jobs, and, and he wasn't afraid to do that because yeah. he wasn't going to stay somewhere, right? And do a job zero that he fear. didn't like, yeah, with people he didn't respect. Lindsay yeah. had an incredible amount of fear to leave her job because she had spent so much time sure building that career Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so the one uh thing that i wanted to mention is that you mentioned kids right Mm. so kids were they are like the polarizing factor to this so in my opinion there can be so many different work relationships between spouses you can work together and love it you could work separately and love it you could literally never see each other. Some of my, our best friends actually are two wildly successful people. He's in the financial space and she's a, a pharmacist, but not 
at like your Wegmans. She's like a pharmacist, like that works. She's like the top pharmacist at a pharmaceutical company that mm-hmm. goes around and consults hospitals mm-hmm. to say like, oh, yep, we're going to distribute your drug, your cancer drug here at our entire hospital. Mm-hmm. So like she's traveling. I don't know about these days, but like she was traveling every week, five days a week. They'd come home and then they'd literally pack up, get into a plane and fly off to like freaking, you know, some lake somewhere, spend two days together, come home, like do it again. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they, they're super happy that way. Mm-hmm. Right? Do they have kids now? Uh, they don't have kids. No. No. Um, very happy that way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some other people in our lives uh, have that similar work life. Um, COVID hit, and now things are a little rocky. Because they're, right. they're, they're home. They're home together. Yeah. Together. Yeah. yeah. So well, things are becoming a little rocky. So and like, that's to see. That's kind of get back to what I, gets back to what I'm saying is when you live, when you live separate lives, you live separate lives, and I don't think it sheds. I don't think it brings up, gives the opportunity. I don't think it gives you the opportunity to really like test certain things mm-hmm. in terms of your bond and your relationship and your, you know, your resiliency. And uh, I don't know. I, I obviously just opinions, but I yeah. think I think living sep- truly separate lives, where you come back to get. And again, many people do it, and they're super super happy, and there's nothing wrong with it. For me, I don't know if I could. I, th- I think I need to have like a different version of partnership and business with my partner, where I really feel like, oh, this is a partnership, like mm-hmm. ride or die. Well, well there's nothing together. wrong with that. I mean, yeah. the fact that you know it, and the fact that like. You know, that you guys, um, you know, from from what you've told us, like you you put all that stuff on the table before you had kids, mm, right? Like you said that hey, look, at one of our goals is that we want to be able to be remote so that we can be here, we can be at camp, we can be in Florida at some point in time, mm-hmm. and that you know, like, what all that looks like. So as more kids come into play, the process you know, you're already building it before the children were here, right? And so now, as long as you continue to tweak and follow the plan, you know? Those kids are the polarizing, not the polarizing, but they are the the game changer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went down a rabbit hole earlier, earlier but it's the rosé talking. I know. Uh, the, uh, the couples, the spouses, that relationship, I think, can work in a variety of different ways. Yep. Without kids. Yeah, without kids. But when you have kids, you mentioned it earlier, like... You have to spend time with your kids. Yeah. If you don't, they're gonna grow up with some issues. Yeah. Like. Yep. <laughs> like that's just a fact. Right. Like that happens so many times in yeah. so many different instances. There's stuff. So it's you know, having children is now now the factor that has changed decisions I've made. Yep. And that line between family and business is very different than when it was just Lindsay and I. Sure. You know, and now we have this common goal, which is not making our businesses successful. That is a goal, but above that is raising, uh, you know, a healthy, young, trip. successful trip. <laughs> raising a young trip. Yeah, ra- raising a young trip. So that's, you know, that and is I, a, a, an eye-opening experience for sure, and yeah. one that it, all the stereotypes now make sense. Yeah, and I, you know, I love to hear stories about this specifically like i talked to paul valenti at length for a very long time because i long you know before we started this i said like paul i admire you so much because he's in his 50s or whatever 
he did a million different things. Like the ultimate entrepreneur, he tried a million different things, was very successful at, at a lot of them. Others, you know, other things went to shit and it didn't matter. At like 50, I mean, still very young in terms of like starting something, him and his wife and their two kids launch themselves into a donut business. And I talk about this all the time because I model myself. I want to have that kind of a model mm. where like, you could be 50, you could be 60, you could be whatever. And I want to, you know, I mean, yes, I do want to get into the donut business always, but <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's, that's part A and the driving force. But that to me, I admire them so much. They took their entire family and launched themselves into a business they knew nothing about. And he told me some of the struggles that him and his wife faced as a result of that. Sure. He was like, bro, like, you don't even know. Yeah. And I thought, great. Tell me. Like, I don't know. Tell me. But, like, they're still together. They're stronger than ever. He couldn't imagine. Like, he was like, the the level of hell that it put us through. I mean, the result coming through, getting through that together mm -hmm. was like, there's there's yeah. nothing I would, there's nothing that could make me trade that in for the result that came. So for me personally, I love that storyline, and I would love to hear that from other people that are that listen to our show. If you run a business with your family member, like tell us, send us in messages, you know, like tell us your story about your family business. So I got one kind of closing question for you two, and then I'll answer it too. Uh, answer it however you want, take it whatever angle you want. But like, where do you see the line between family and business? Um, you know, where, where do you see, wh what does that line look like for you or what you want to have? Um, you know, where do you see that line and what happens over that line? It's, it's, to me, it's, it's, you know, it's fam family first. So it doesn't matter. Like if, if I don't have my wife then everything else that, that I'm working on doesn't mean shit, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So like that, that comes first. I don't, I don't know that I always thought that way, you know, because before it was more important that I, I'm like. Not that I didn't love my wife, but it was like, I'm building a business. Today, it's like, hey, you know what? This can wait. This is okay. We'll shift, pause, do whatever. And like, that comes first. Like, I would never, I would never put any business relationship or business endeavor About before the family. Uh, quick question before we uh, jump to Al on this. Um, do you think that that's because you were young and hungry trying to prove yourself that 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 was different than now or the first time yes oh or do you think now it's changed because you saw what that did both 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 like like i can't tell you how how much of an advantage that both of you guys have al because you haven't met you know what you want you have not met her yet but you know what it looks like john you've met the girl of your dreams you married her you've started a family but you worked together to say, hey, this is what we're doing, right? Some so common. I didn't know. I mean, I was there, – there's, so there's two two uh, jokes that we tell when we're out and about, and people look at me, and they're like, first of all, as you guys have said, like, well, you don't look like you're almost 50. And then the second is – Yeah, wait, you're you've like 31 you got a kid who's 25, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, how is that? And I said, well, I said, well, you guys were young and dumb and having fun and screwing off. We were starting families, and so the hopes are that as you become older and wiser and have more money, 
you're still young enough to do even better things than you would have when you were in your early 20s. Yeah. The problem is, and it, and it becomes generational. Like, you, if, you know, I can't, I couldn't give to my kids what my dad didn't give to him and his dad didn't give to him. Right? So I learned through it and was also trying to, like, grow a business and do my thing. And the way it is now is because, A, yes, I saw that, and B, because I've, I've, I have physically gone and studied what it needs to look like in order to, you know, have a successful family, business, spiritual life, all of that the mixed mixture, together yeah. of what it looks like. So much so that I, I sought out the opportunity to literally go and teach that mm-hmm. to families, and, and, and I do today. Because I lived it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if, if, you know, you guys are so fortunate that you're in the position that you're in. I mean, it, it makes me emotional that, like, I can see that, like, you can, you don't have to have the divorce and the train wreck and the freaking derailment. Like, you can do what you want to do and have it all and move the whole family and business forward. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Unless I continue to grow my beard, then I might get a, <laughs> then I might get a divorce. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I let it go like right up until like a couple days and then I and then I cut it. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Keeps keeps everybody couple on days their more toes. And she'd be she might shave it off for yeah. me. Yeah. Keeps everyone on their toes, you yeah. know? Nobody wants to be brushed. Well, thank you dude for that answer. Yeah. Um, L, where do you see that line? You know, you you also are you know, you have other family members that you do oh, business yeah. like things with. Yeah, um, yeah, we mess in things, and so what do you? Where's I, that? What's that line look like? I would say, is it there? I would say, gut. The line is always there, and I would say, you know, family. There's it's two sided. Nothing like family in terms of trust, right? Like, and then in other cases, it's the opposite. Like, you can't trust your own family. You know, like <laughs> everybody's got a different dynamic with their family, but family, blood, whatever you want to call it. I would say, gut check. Gut check the relationship that exists without any other, just person to person. If that relationship has is strong and it has very few cracks and weaknesses in it, it probably is something you can explore with that person because you have a history of a great, solid, you've been through disagreements together, you've been through different things, and you guys really have a tight bond. If there are existing cracks and existing things that, I don't want to call them weaknesses, but just stuff, right? Shit, junk in the trunk, whatever. Junk in the, junk tr- in the trunk? That's fine. <laughs> it's the truth. I always thought that meant something else. It does, yeah. but it's it's also, <laughs> yeah. it's a, you know, you can use it in different contexts. I got this context. Right? Yeah. Go. You know I'm saying? Yeah. Are we together on this? If there's existing... We're together on the junk in the trunk. If there's existing shit there, junk in the trunk, I would say put the line there. And don't try to like, oh, well, we're going to be fine in business. That's like a relationship that's like, maybe it'll get better if we have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it won't. It's going to get no. worse. Yep. I would say if you know like there's delicate areas there, you know, just just leave it alone. Get a different business partner because they're not going to get better. You're not going to, you don't have time to work on your relationship when you're trying to build a business. Like, yeah. That's where the line is. If you mm-hmm. can you gut check the relationship as it stands without any other, it's just human to human. If it's solid, yeah, go for it. You know, and then you'll, you can address it. If it's not solid, run. Other direction. Yeah, at, at any stage. At any stage. Mm-hmm. Just 
no, I'm a hundred million dollar company or startup. Yeah, like, like I love you, but I already know that yeah. like we are not. This is not going to be a good thing. And rather than making it worse, like we're good. I'll see you on Easter. I actually completely agree with you. I I think I I would just repeat your answer. I think okay. of, of just being super honest and having the humility. Uh, to like make the right decision based on the current situation. Cause mm-hmm. like, there's no, you know, f- I don't even remember if my question was for us specifically. Yeah. Like, where would you draw the line? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, my gut, I can just use my example. Like my gut was that Lindsay would thrive as an entrepreneur. Mm. She was just never faced with the opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she's a super hard worker. She's super dedicated when she, um, you know, when she puts her mind to something, when she starts down a path, she will figure it out mm-hmm. until she's like an expert in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she had all of the qualities. She just never knew she could use them. So like I had to then go through the stages of convincing her and going through the rough parts of, of this is what entrepreneurship looks like. And like, Oh shit, can't make payroll this you know week. And like, now I got to, put some money in to do it like that kind of stuff that she'd never seen before. And it just comes with small business. Um, but my gut told me like she belonged there and I know we would be super happy if we got there. And so it's just not a matter of doing that, but it's a gut check. Um, yeah. Couldn't have said it better, man. Gut check is, is that line and being able to accept it, I think is the bigger hurdle. Right. Like you might know, like, I don't know, going into business with your family or like you were handed a business by your right. parents. Oh, yeah. And and having the humility, uh, the honesty and the confidence, I guess, uh, you know, checking your ego to say like, yeah, we're we really don't like each other. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to cash out and go. <laughs> Start this business. Is really yeah, or, yeah, that's or, a big decision. Oh, for sure. Not even about liking each other, just about knowing how people are. Like, yeah. I love my family to death, right? We're, we're dysfunctional Italians. I love them to death. We own a couple of properties together. I will never buy another property with my family. That's not nothing against them. Not, I love them to death. But I know in my mind, like, it's not good business it's not a good business model my mom and my aunt like they're they're very they make very emotional decisions they're not wrong decisions but they 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 ride on some of those decisions and there's a little too much emotion in those decisions for my liking Mm -hmm. i don't ever want to deal with that again when it comes to a rental property i want it to be like numbers 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 and and with a little bit of compassion in there you know humans need to be humans but like i will never do that again and now i know yeah that's right. it. There's the line. Love you guys. Appreciate you. But like, nope, I'm all set on that. You guys can go yeah. buy whatever you want. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like lines are ever evolving. Lines, yeah. yeah. You know, it's such a Clear as boundaries, clean lines, always. Keep it that way. Cheers. As always, everyone, thanks so much for watching. We appreciate you so incredibly much um, for tuning in to us talking about bullshit and Else tiny little glass will give him a second to fill it up. A bigger glass now. But don't forget, everyone, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can watch us at 8.30 p.m. Facebook, YouTube, if you like to watch videos, podcasts, you can go to Apple, you can go to Google Play, you can go to Spotify, you can go to Stitcher, you can go to all the places. Anchor, um, we're there. Um, So thank you so much. 
to everyone. Cheers, everyone out there. Cheers to you, fellas, to life and business. Cheers, May you all prosper in both. Yes. <laughs>